what God wants us to do. We're about to get into the best life we've ever had in this earth. We didn't come to take sides. We came to take over. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. And over in Psalm chapter 91, look what it says here. They shall not, there shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling. Thou shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but this disease shall not come nigh you. Only with your eyes shall you behold, see the reward of the wicked. Why? Because you've made the Lord, which is your refuge, even the most high, come on, your habitation. There shall no, no evil, no evil befall you. Neither shall any come nigh your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you. And they're going to what? Up next on the Believer's Walk of Faith. This is going to be a new day because I believe the reason why the church has not stopped the moral slide or being able to stop the crime and the killings is because the church hasn't had any knowledge of who they are, that they are anointed to shift climates. Well, hello, Bill Winston here, and welcome to The Believer's Walk of Faith. The program that you're watching is called The Believer's Walk of Faith, where we walk by faith and not by sight. Praise God. We have another powerful teaching for you today. We're teaching out of Joel chapter 2 and verse 25. Here's what God says to the prophet Joel. I'll restore the years that the canker worm has taken away. Praise God. See, when God says restoration, he's not talking about bringing it back like it was. Restoring, you know, you have to restore an automobile or restore some furniture. You bring it back like it was, not God. You remember Job? He lost everything. God gave him twice as much as he had before. This is a powerful teaching. Get your Bibles, pencils, and papers ready. Take some good notes. Let's go into it. It's called Restoring the Years. Think about it. If you're not organized, how is God going to take wealth and put it on your life if you're not organized? So that's a good reason to get organized. And you can start today. Okay. My wife organizes everything. I say, what are we going to eat next Thursday? She said, let me pull out my paper. 
All right, we're talking about restoring the years. Restoring the years. Come on, let's go over there. Joel, Joel, J-O-E-L. That's Joel chapter two. Look at verse 23. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice the Lord your God, for he hath given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down to you the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. Rain symbolizes the anointing, anointing. Verse 24, and the floor shall be full of wheat and the vat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I'll restore, underline restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, the palm worm, my great army, which I sent among you. And you shall eat plenty, say plenty. Come on, say it with gusto. And shall be, and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be what? Ashamed. So this anointing is going to, this rain is going to wash away everything that'll make you ashamed. And you shall know that I am the, in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else and my people shall never be ashamed. And I, it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall what? prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. I'm seeing visions, praise God. All right, now this is, is really, really a good teaching uh, because what we found out the anointing is, is the anointing is God's burden removing, yoke destroying power. That's Isaiah 10:27. Well, we found out in Zechariah chapter four, six, he said, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Then we went over to Acts, Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. How God anointed Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Why? Because God was with him. So Jesus stood up in the synagogue, began to preach, but he found a place where it was written. Luke chapter four and verse 18. He found the place where it was written and he began to say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, preach the living to the captured, recover your sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Watch this. And then he closed the book and gave it again to the minister and sat down in the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Now, where did he get that from? He got it from Isaiah 61. Isaiah 61 in verse one, it's where he opened a book two and began to read. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to preach liberty, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound and to proclaim acceptable year of the Lord. He stopped, he closed the book, but the passage of scripture did not stop there. It kept going. And the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn, keep going, and appoint to them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes, the joy, all of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Glory to God that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might 
be glorified. How does this connect together? That the Bible says in Isaiah chapter 34 and verse 8, for it is the day of the Lord's vengeance. It is the day of the Lord's vengeance. Now, vengeance is not revenge. Nothing to do with it. But vengeance is this God moving on man's behalf in terms of justice so that he is releasing justice and it's proceeding from the heart of God and it's a necessity for punishing offenders. That's what he's releasing. Now, who is he releasing it upon? All the enemies of God's people. If God's now is in a time of vengeance and this vengeance is his, is not ours. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 30, he says, for we know him that has said, vengeance belongs to me and I will recompense, saith the Lord. And again, the Lord shall judge his people. Now, judge means, doesn't necessarily mean judge bad. You can judge good. I mean, you can go to court and the judge will award you $10 million. But anything that's trying to keep you from your destiny in God is going to be subject to judgment. Now, this is not automatic. This is a promise that comes through faith. And you're not waiting on God. He's waiting on us. And one man said, because vengeance hadn't been preached, we've been victims. All right, let's just go down some things here. Look at Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. Now, I'm going to read that and we're going to pick out a couple of words and we're going to go with those words. He said, God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So this is a vengeance of God. God is making us like him. He's making us to like what he likes, to speak like he speaks to think like he thinks, to believe like he believes, to desire what he desires. Everything like him. As we say down south, the spitting image. So that's what God was saying here. All right, now he said, let them have dominion. And I looked up dominion in a Webster dictionary, and this was a dictionary 1812 dictionary. And I looked at that one. I like that one because basically it has a scripture by each one of the words. So I use that one. And here's what he says, dominion or dominate. It means the power of governing or controlling. The power of governing or controlling. Dominion. Number two, the right of possession 
uh, and use without being accountable. The right of possession and use without being accountable. The power to direct, control, dispose of at your pleasure. The power to direct, control, or dispose of at your pleasure. Now you got to see this now because I said it's going to be the right of possession and use without being accountable. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, in verse 21, he says, this is Apostle Paul talking, therefore let no man glory in men for all things are yours. Whether Paul or Paulus or Cephas, these are three ministry gifts or teaching gifts in the body, or the world or life or death or things present or things to come, all are yours. But get this, you are Christ and Christ has got, everybody got to answer to somebody else. Now, this is interesting because all things are yours. So here's Jesus and he tells his disciples in Mark chapter 11, go up there. There's a donkey up there. It's going to be tied up on time and bring him to me. If anybody asks you, why are you taking my donkey? Tell him the Lord has need of it. Now this is using stuff and possessing it on the earth without accountability. It's kin, kindred to something we call imminent domain. And in imminent domain, the government can come in and seize a piece of property. Let's say it belongs to you. Now they're supposed to compensate you for it, but the thing of it is you can't take them to court and stop them from taking it. Why? Because they need it for the government. I'm saying you represent the government of the kingdom and your job here is to advance the kingdom Amen. through dominion. Amen. And you don't have to apologize to anybody. Now understand what you're seizing. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's. Well, I got a title deed down at the courthouse. I didn't, that, 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 this right here, this overrides any title deed. Now it just doesn't happen. This is all by faith. And God is not trying to hurt people, ruin people's lives, so forth and so on. Here's the idea. The idea is that the world is on a breakneck speed to self-destruction. And you're here to stop it. They've set up a climate that certain things are acceptable and certain things are not. And Satan keeps moving it towards lower morality. Keeps taking it down, down, down. Why? Because the church is not saying nothing. We're supposed to be the moral arm of the world. As long as the church doesn't say anything, just keep moving. 
just like it's his. And a lot of times the church doesn't say anything because the church hasn't been taught. We haven't been taught because a lot of times we don't want to tell people the truth. And I'm saying sometimes the church has been fed stuff that is not fit to eat. And we have, have, have looked at that because the leaders pretty much have taught it. But I don't know whether you know this about this. You are what you eat. That's why I'm trying to take y'all off of some of them sweets for about three weeks. <laughs> Can you always stay awake in church? That, that, that sugar is talking to you. And I'm just saying the key to it is, is there any fruit in your life? You can shout all you want to. Come, look pretty, look good, everything. We're not going anywhere. Amen. Why? Because we're supposed to be holding up the bloodstained banner. We're supposed to be making it so that Satan can't go any further. Amen. He said, thou art Peter and upon this rock, I'm going to build my church Amen. and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. See? It didn't mean that Satan come against us it means that we kick his door down. He can't Amen. stop us Amen. from coming in there and rescuing people and property. Amen. Unapologetically. Amen. But he said over in Isaiah, it's truth has fallen in the street. Right. Isaiah chapters, um, chapter 59. And he said, hey, and God saw that there was no intercessor. About it standing in the gap. Yes, yes. So I'm saying this is going to be a new day because I believe the reason why the church has not stopped the moral slide or being able to stop the crime and the killings oh, yeah. because the church hasn't had any knowledge of who they are. Amen. That they are anointed to shift climates. God can make it so a person can't even think to shoot another one. You can give them a gun, but they won't think about it. See, people trying to solve spiritual problems with natural solutions, and there ain't none. You're the only one that can deal with the devil. And you're not dealing with him in some kind of fight that you're going to come out all scarred up. You're going to deal with him in a fight that they're not going to even know you've been in one. God didn't just let you go in this earth and say, do the best you can. You're kidding me? He made it so that even your salary is not going to be the limit of what you can have. But here's what it takes. It takes some saints 
being uh, sold out for God. Not one foot in and one foot out. It means committed. I call on people to help me pray and you can't hardly find them. They're busy. Busy doing what? Nothing. No process. No, there's no, no increase out of it. No real, you know, you've got, you've got, you've got potential. One person now, one person sitting up here listening to me that's born again, watch this, has unlimited potential. You know what unlimited potential will do? It'll convert a whole city. One person. But to do that, you're going to have to step out of your flesh. God told me on this uh, trip, he said, the reason why some people can't get dominion over their flesh is because they think their flesh is them. They're still treating their flesh like it's them instead of telling their flesh what to do. So I'm saying in our time now that this is the day of the Lord's vengeance. This is the day that he's raising up this group of people that are going to be the voice of God for this hour. That we're not going out of this earth owing folk money. We're not going out of this earth when a relative dies, you can't even have enough money to bury it. You, you are not going out like that. So when I was looking at these scriptures, I was looking at them in terms of us understanding that it's not us that God is, is, is looking to, to make this happen. It's the Christ in us that's going to make this happen. Well, praise the Lord. I trust that you enjoyed that powerful teaching. Now, vengeance, we're not talking about revenge. We're talking about vengeance, the vengeance of the Lord. It's God's moving on the heart of man for justice. That's what it's all about. And what God is doing now in these last days, you as a believer, as you make it towards your destiny, whatever is harassing you, the vengeance of God is going to put it down. You're going to make it to your destiny. Powerful teaching. Well, this is Bill Winston. That's all we have for today. We'll see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. You were designed for a purpose. You were not designed to merely survive through life, no matter what your situation looks like. It's not too late for God. Now is the time to operate in the power of God and take back what was stolen from you. This is your season of restoration. Call right now at 1-800-711-9327 or go online to BillWinston.org to receive your very own copy of the four-message series, Restoring the Years. In this Revelation Pack series, Dr. 
Dr. Bill Winston expands on the most powerful force in the universe, the anointing. These messages are sure to increase your knowledge of how to walk continually in the spirit and trusting wholeheartedly in the word of God. It's time to reach a higher level of influence and receive the generational increase you are meant to have. When you call today, you'll receive this collection as your choice of CD or DVD, which is designed to offer you continual encouragement and inspiration to take dominion and advance the kingdom of God. And if you order right now, you'll also get the thousand times more anointing single teaching on your choice of CD or DVD. This life-changing message by Dr. Winston will strengthen your belief in the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God. You'll learn how to use the anointing to produce His results in your life today. Peace, comfort, strength, abundance, prosperity. It's all yours with the anointing of the Holy Spirit in you. It's now time to declare the manifestation of God's original purpose and plan for you. Call right now, 1-800-711-9327 or visit us online at billwinston.org. Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed through the power of prayer. Our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at 1-877-543-9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Periscope and Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions. We want to thank our partners who have made this prayer call center possible. Together, we are transforming lives throughout the world. If you are not a partner, we encourage you to pray about joining us in partnership and be a part of the wonderful work that God is doing through this ministry. We love you and look forward to praying and partnering with you. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Now remember, you need faith to get to your destiny. 
So don't forget to subscribe and click on the notification bell so that you don't miss any of our videos. This is Bill Winston. I love you and keep walking by faith.